Blog Talk Radio. of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. We are also in the third week of AAF football, another developmental option for all these young guys trying to develop their game to get to that next level that we call the National Football League. But today, we're going to be joined with the New Mexico State Aggies linebacker, Derek Ibique. Derek, welcome to the program. We appreciate you stopping by. Um, can you believe your time as an Aggie's kind of come and gone, and, and now you're preparing for your pro day and all the things that come with being an NFL draft prospect? Well, first, thank you for uh, having me. Um, and also, like I said, I'm very, uh, I very, I appreciate everything, uh, everything that's happened over the years, and I they really think New Mexico State's program, what they've done, and how they've molded me and shaped me into the man I am today. Excellent stuff. Now, for you, I mean, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, have you been playing football since, the, you know, the Pee Wee days when you were a young kid, five, six, seven years old? No, sir. I actually uh, started seventh grade. Seventh grade was actually the first time I uh, actually stepped on a football field. I was actually a basketball and track athlete before that. Okay. So what kind of – what gave you the urge to kind of step on the football field because – Earlier we had Quincy Williams from Murray State. His brother is Quinnen Williams from Alabama. Quincy said he was a swimmer, but he couldn't stand his brother playing football, and he just wanted to be competitive with him, so he decided to play football too. What kind of brought you to the so, gridiron? So well, I just decided to continue all three sports going into my uh, freshman year in high school, and I was just going to pick whichever one I was the best at. And I was really good at <laughs> basketball, but then I, I realized, you know, I stopped growing after – my 10th grade, and I was like, I realized if I'm not going to be 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, I should probably keep up those dreams. And then <laughs> I decided to pursue football because I felt like I have a better chance to get a scholarship because my main focus was just to get a scholarship so that way my um, parents, uh, my parents didn't have to pay for school because, like, I, at the time, like, I'm a, I have three siblings, and I'm the last, so I already knew the money was going to run out by the time I came. Uh, I decided to go to school, so I said I knew I needed to uh, get a scholarship. Awesome stuff, and I'm sure mom and dad were appreciative of you busting your tail on the field and in the classroom to get that get that uh, that yeah. money paid for by the Aggies. Pretty impressive. Yes, they were. They were. They were. Awesome stuff. Once again, Derek Ibique here on the C2P. If you miss any of this show in its entirety, you'd like to listen to it again at your leisure. You know it's free and available at iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. And then we'll be featuring his college or pro 
bio page. We'd like to say there's going to be a one-stop and shop for everything you're going to need to know about this New Mexico, New Mexico State linebacker as we move forward. So kind of take us in. You have a fantastic uh, high school career. You get the scholarship. You head off to the Aggies. I mean, you basically make an impact from the get-go. I think, you know, as a freshman, what, 10 games you appeared, 12 games, you started 10. What was it like, that transition from high school to college, and how comfortable did you feel? Well, going into um, my freshman year, I knew I had to play because uh, the Aggies were rebuilding due to, you know, previous losing seasons. They were rebuilding with the new coach, Doug Barton. Um, this was actually his first recruiting class. So I knew going in I had to play. So, I mean, when when you have that mindset, knowing that you're going to play, whether you're good or not good, you know, you, it actually helps you prepare to play, you know. And um, I just wanted to contribute as much as I could. Um, like I said, I started 10 games. Uh, it should have been – I should have started 12 games. But, you know, um, at the time, I, there's things I need to polish up on. So, I've learned, I learned a lot my freshman year, and it really uh, helped me. It really helped me it being my first, my first year playing college football because I got adjusted to everything so quick. So um, it didn't really take time because some people usually use that redshirt year for growth, you know, but I didn't really have time for that. I just had to uh, just be ready to play and just be ready to contribute, and that's what I did. And I think, I mean, and from just the bios and what I've been able to pick up prior to us going on for the show, I mean, uh, it seems like you have prototypical NFL size. I mean, what was your size then and what's your size now? Because, I mean, for you just to kind of take that, you know, that beating with that young frame is pretty durable. And then, what, what you know, again, what was your size then compared to now? Well, I weighed about two – on paper, so I think it said 214, but I was, I was about 210, 208. My freshman year, and now I'm about 236. So I, I've gained some weight over these past years, and I feel like it's definitely played a, a big role in um, just a big role. You know, uh, it's basically it definitely helped me on the field having that weight behind okay, it. That, oh, I'm sure. Now, for you, I mean, let's kind of get into the nooks and crannies. I mean, you, you know, you want to get your foot in that next level. I mean, I ask all the guys to come on the program. I mean, if we three in that film room, you're you're sitting down with a couple of scouts. What do you think they're gonna love about you, Derek? What are those home run qualities where they're gonna fall in love with you? Well, um, my parents did a great job of raising me and my siblings. And one thing they all they've always preached to us is just being very respectful and having a lot of um, respect for your elders. And I'm a Nigerian descent, so my parents migrated from Nigeria about 32 years ago. So um, I definitely have those cultural values, and I definitely pay respects and homage to older people. And I'm a genuine guy. Like, you know, I don't care for the fame. I don't care for the glory. I just I do everything just to praise the Lord. Uh, I'm a God-fearing man. And um, you don't have to worry about me messing up or doing something like uh, doing drugs or getting in trouble just because the way my family has raised me, they've done a tremendous job with that. So that's not even my focus. I just want to play football, compete, and, you know, serve the Lord. Now, you do. You come across, I mean, your mentality, your personality, I mean, it comes through the audio. I mean, you do. You come across as a pleasant, well-rounded young man. Um, does, when does that, that flip 
sort of get switched on game day where you become the ferocious linebacker? Well, I, there's, two, there's always two sides to the two sides to the story. So you know, uh, I guess I channel all the anger and aggression I have for you know the people that doubted me in my lifetime and the people that put me on the back burner or the people that undervalued my talents. And you know, when you channel up, channel up all that, and you know, you remember what you're doing it for. You know, I'm doing it for God, and I'm also doing it for my family's name and doing it for my teammates, you know, that's the just the product of what comes out of it. Um, I just do the best I can and, you know, I make the most I make the most of what's thrown at me. Now let me ask you this, Derek. I mean in terms of what the Aggies wanted from you defensively, kind of talk about the system and, you know, on a Saturday week to week basis what they were asking of you to do defensively. Um, well, I'll, I'll basically play middle linebacker, so that's what the quarterback of the defense. So I'm, for, for the most part, I'm making all the calls and I'm um, taking directions from the defensive coordinator to uh, what plays he wants to run and making sure everybody's lined up correctly. Um, just like I said, it's just the quarterback of the defense. And, you know, over the years, having that responsibility, I feel like it's helped me not only in football, but it's helped me know, be accountable in just my whole life experience, you know, because I feel like accountability is something that everyone needs. And um, like I said, you know, uh, accountability and people depending on you will uh, take, uh, take you a long way, especially if you apply in the right direction. Definitely. Hey, man, Psalms 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of the heart. And obviously it seems like you kind of hold that – True to your heart as we move forward. Once again, Derek Ibique here on the C2P, New Mexico State linebacker standout here. Kind enough to join us and share a little bit about what makes him one of the NFL prospects coming out for the Aggies in 2019. Um, Derek, we asked this. It's kind of a cliche question, but I asked it nonetheless because I think the audience, it gives them a better grasp of who you are and what you bring to the table. I mean, do you get comparisons from teammates or coaches, maybe family members, when they say, hey, uh, you know, Derek, we were watching the Monday night game. We saw so-and-so make a play. He reminded us of you. Do you get that and who the guy is? Yeah, I get um, I get a little bit of Bobby Wagner um, just because he's so versatile in the game. Like, the way he moves, he's so uh, fluent in his movements, and he's such an all-around linebacker. And I feel like everyone can agree that um, the way he plays the game is so special. And I do feel like I play, and I'm, I have the capabilities to play, at that level and that special. And sometimes people um, compare me to him. Uh, you know, sometimes they could just be talking, but, you know, I take it serious, you know, because I feel like that's an honor comes from being compared to him because he's such a great linebacker. Yeah, Wagner is an animal. Uh, Seattle Seahawks stand out. I mean, a uh, total beast and uh, Mr. Productivity for the Seahawks. Um, for you, uh, pro day, when is it? And, how, I mean, how are you kind of getting prepared to – you know, be in the best physical shape when that day arrives? Um, per day is March 12th. Um, I think it starts at 10 a.m. And every day, well, Monday through Friday, I wake up every day at 6.30, and I drive for about an hour to El Paso. Some, I live in Las Cruces. And I have a trainer there that um, just works with me on some combine prep. I do that for about two hours. 
Then I drive back to uh, Las Cruces around 9, and I get there about 10. And then I go to uh, a track coach, a track coach in the area, and he's just polishing me up, uh, getting me ready for my 40. And then from there on, later on in the day, I just go to yoga, and I just work out again and just go do position drills in the sand. And, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. It's just an everyday thing, everyday time. Uh-huh. And I try to rest on the weekends and uh, just do yoga. But yoga, I feel like, has uh, really helped me a lot, just opening up my body and um, working on my breathing. So that is really, uh, I feel like that's going to help me take my, uh, my game to the next level. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff, Derek, man. Uh, it's a busy schedule, I'm sure. I mean, you're doing it, so you're, uh, you'll probably look back and go, how did I do it, managing everything and, and kind of, you know, making sure that you're in that tip-top physical performance uh, mode. Um, before we let you go, and we do appreciate, I apologize for uh, missing the first cue, um, but again, nonetheless, we do appreciate your time. Um, we like to call it three and out. We have a couple off-the-wall questions for you. Ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, where we got. All right. Um, do you have a crazy nickname, or is there a crazier nickname on your team that you could share with us? Uh, crazy nickname. Um, everyone, everyone calls me D-Rex, and that's just my nickname from just uh, from childhood. That's just what everybody calls okay. me. But I know back back four or five years ago, they used to call me like the Nigerian Nightmare because I'm Nigerian, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> But they've been, they've been calling me about that for like six years. But um, for the most part, my name, my nickname is D-Rex. That's what everyone calls me. I love it, man. I love D-Rex here on the C2P. And how about this one, D-Rex? Um, do you is there anything that you're just terrible at? I mean, it could be cooking, dancing. I don't know, something, singing. Is there anything where you're just like, man, this just ain't for me? Um, let me see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I like to believe I'm a pretty good singer, but people tell me okay. I'm not. But like, I feel like I have the, I have the passion and uh, the drive to be a good singer. But I guess the um, the vocals are, it's just not coming out the way I think it is. You know, you know, how you feel like you're singing better than you really are. I, I feel like that's oh what yeah, I do. trust me. And that's what people yeah. Know, people always make fun of me about my singing. I love singing, but I guess, I guess I'm bad. They think I'm bad. Hey, as long as it sounds good to you, hey, we probably sing most alone when we're by ourselves. How about this one, Derek? Are you a better dancer or are you a better dresser? Mm, better. I, I'd like to believe better dresser. Like, I, I just started getting into the dancing group and I've been uh, adding some moves to my arsenal. But um, <laughs> I'm, I, I honestly feel like my dressing is, like, top-notch, you know? I feel like the only thing that kind of, like, I guess, conflicts with that is I'm super cheap. So um, I make the best of what I got. But, like, if I had the money, like, you know, it would be game over. It would be game over for a lot of these guys out here, man. I know. Hey, hey, Derek, I'm in the same boat. I, I'm, as, I'm as cheap as cheap can be, but I try to look the best I can. But if I had deeper pockets... Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, we'd man. go shopping and we'd make a day of it. We would be come out. We would uh, come out uh, looking very, very uh, swift and uh, defined in, in the gear, you, man. man. Hey, you, got you. <laughs> you do. You have to, man. Like I said, but like I said, when when you got thrifted a little bit, it makes things hard. But nonetheless, you can always look good if you search. 
Derek, we appreciate your time. We're almost out of time, but man, we like to stay stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we really appreciate you sharing some of your time with us. And like I said, you know, thank you for having me. You know, it's really just a blessing for you to take your time out and talk to me. I'm so thankful. No problem. Uh, I hope you have. No, a we're day. thankful, man. You too, man. Once again, that is Derek Ipique, the standout from New Mexico State, kind enough to join us here on the C2P. If you want more of Derek, iTunes, Block Talk Radio, and then we'll be featuring his draft file. As always, we appreciate you listening to the C2P. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.